It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. Another episode of BuddyCast. I'm here with not one, but two buddies who are both Harlem Globetrotters. Where are all my Harlem Globetrotter fans out there? Raise your hand. <laughs> I'm here today with my new buddy, Nate Lofton, known as Big Easy, and our good buddy down here, Herb Lang, known as Flight Time. How you gents doing today? Doing good, man. How you doing? Doing very good, Nick. Happy to be back on your show, man. I appreciate it. We have one current globe chart and one former globe charter. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, hey, once a, isn't there a saying, once a globe charter, always a globe charter? There you For go. Sure. For sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Nate, I got to start by asking, how mm-hmm. did you find the Harlem Globe Charters? Like, how did you find the opportunity? Um, I will try to make this short as I can. Um, <laughs> back in 2005, um, me and my family, we lost everything from Hurricane Katrina. Um, we evacuated to Houston, Texas, and while there, um, Herb and some of the other guys were in town with the Globetrotters in um, connection with the NBA doing a charity event for the um, survivors of Hurricane Katrina. My agent asked me, did I want to go and work out? And I was like, yes, you know, it's 13, 13 people in two motel rooms. I would like to get anywhere um, to get some air and just breathe and move around. And I, I thought it was a workout, but it turned out it was a tryout. And, um, you know, I made the team and uh, I've been with them, you know, 16, going on 16 years now, 90 countries later and um, a whole bunch of things in between. So that's how they found me and I found them and it's been fun. Nice. What was your reaction when you when you made the team? Um, well, and it was surreal because I wasn't just making the team to like, like when you like I'm trying to make this team, I was trying to um, help my family you know it was a, when i found out it was a, a work a tryout you know i felt bad for all the other guys who was trying out because you know they was trying to just get a gig and i was trying to get my family out these hotel rooms and we only had you know maybe two outfits you know that we can grab on the way out because we put 13 people in, in one um 1998 f-150 um pickup truck so you know we'd have the space to bring clothes so i needed to help and we didn't know how long we was going to be in the hotel etc so um, it was awesome. You know, when I found out, you know, that night, you know, Manny Jackson, you know, the owner at the time, offered me a contract, you know, told me he was going to help me move to Phoenix where the team was located at the time. And it's, it's, it was the best day of my life. One of the best days of my life. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love how you're in, you were in it to help people, like to help your family, to help, mm-hmm. you know, move. you're not just in it just because, eh, I felt like trying to play a basketball team one day. Why not? You know? Right. Right, right. No, I definitely needed to um, provide for my family and my friends, too, because I was helping a lot of people that first year and a half, you know, because everybody lost everything. So you needed places to stay you needed to help with bills and, you know, getting diapers and stuff for their kids. So um, it was it was awesome to, to be a part of that and, and make that happen. And um, I'm always appreciative of that. Mm-hmm. Now, what does it mean for you to be a Globetrotter? For me? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it, it's cool, man. Um, we, we get to do a lot of things. You get to um, meet a lot of people, make a lot of people happy, you know, get to travel the world. And doesn't doesn't even matter if you don't even speak the language. You can make somebody happy and make them smile. And, you know, so um, I enjoy that. And, and as, you know, her can tell you, 
you know, when you start off a conversation what I play or play for the Globetrotters, people are more willing to, to, to listen and to invite you in. And um, it opens so many doors and so many opportunities in life. So um, being a Globetrotter is awesome. It's like being Superman. <laughs> Herb, you got anything to add to that? Yeah, well, I mean, absolutely. I mean, anybody that you meet, I was just thinking about this the other day. If you want to come with anybody, they don't know about the Globetrotters. They actually know somebody who has told them I has heard stories about the Globetrotters. And just kind of leading to that, you know, Nate, you and I, we do some pretty amazing things on and off the basketball court. I have to ask you, what what would you say some of your favorite tricks are um, on the basketball court, tricks or talents on the basketball court? For me, um, I would say my favorite thing is the half-court hook shot. Um, is because um, I, I try to, well, I say, imitate or duplicate, you know, some of the greats of the game. You know, some of the greatest glow trotters have been showmen and dribblers. And I'm 6'9", 300 pounds, so I'm too big to dribble. Um, but I do have a big smile and a big personality. So um, the half-court shot is synonymous with, with Metal Lock Lemon, Sweet Luke Dunpaul, Geese Osby, um, Goose Tatum. So in order, you know, whenever you do, you want to be great at it. And I feel like I want to put my name next to the greats when I finish. And hitting a half-court hook shot at a high clip is important. All right. Yeah, well, well speaking of, of the half-court hook shots and all that good stuff, uh, we know that you currently hold some some world records. Can you tell us a little bit about those world records that you hold? All right. So not only is you surprising me, but you also now you you interview. Okay. All right. I see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you was coming on, but I didn't know you was going to be working what you got on here too. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Again. No, I like it. I like it. Um, no. Um, I have two Guinness World uh, Records. Um, one for the farthest hook shot. One for the farthest hook shot blindfold. Um, I, I think they're like I said, it, it's it's awesome to be like, okay, you no, know, yeah, I shoot the hook shot, and I can tell you I'm one of the best. People around me can tell you I'm one of the best, and you know maybe that night when I'm playing in your city or your country or whatever, I might miss the shot that night, which rarely happens. But you always can go like, okay, he's the best because if you got a Guinness World Record, that means something pretty good, you know. And you know I have the the longest one and um. Two, I have two of them. Um, do perfect, you know they they beat my records one year, and I came back and, and took them again. They're my records for life. I don't care if I'm 90 years old. I'm gonna get up there and take my record back. So no, nobody try it. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, one of the things I wanted to share with people about you, Nate, before Nick asks his next question, is uh, Nate is ambidextrous. Nate can shoot with his right yeah. or his left hand. You know that's a really? talent. Many of us, you know, we practice a lot, a lot to possess, but he can actually do, you know, left hand, right hand pretty naturally. So that's pretty cool talent that he has that I want to share with you guys. Yeah, that comes from in college. Um, you, you're right. Appreciate it, um, Herb. In college, you know, I'm left handed. So I shoot my free throw left handed. And, you know, once people understood that I can play, uh, they would say, oh, let's send them right. And so it was sending me right so much. I worked so hard on my right hand jump hook. That that became my signature move, so that I would get a little hazard like I'm gonna go left, and they would bite, or the double team would be there, and I just would right hook them to death. And so when I became a globetrotter, um, Tex Harrison, our, our, our coach, who you know we both love so much, um, he was like, "Son, um, I know you're left-handed, but showman shoots the hook shot from over here. We don't want to change the hole to this side. The hole is where the the, the showman stands and the." 
the hoppers out. And so you need to learn everything from this side. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. And and it's amazing to say, I, you know, I don't like to brag on myself um, besides my looks, but it's amazing to say that I could shoot it that, at, you know, that good with the right hand. Mm-hmm. Now I got a quick question before I ask my next question. Mm-hmm. Your nickname, Big Easy, did that mm-hmm. come from Louisiana? Did that come from the... From New Orleans, I'm born and raised in New Orleans. I'm a, um, I'm a, I'm a who that to the heart. Um, when I first got on the team with the Globetrotters, I, I, I was, you know, of course, I was missing home because I didn't know what was going on back at home. You know, I, I was out the country and doing things after Katrina, which was a blessing. Um, but I always wanted to be New Orleans, and I think my my, my demeanor, I'm laid back, I'm fun, always smiling, having a good time, has something to do with it also. But I always represent my city. Um, always, you know, I represent where I'm from, from New Orleans, Uptown, Third World, Mel Projects. Um, that's who I am, no matter what, no, no matter what I'm doing. I represent my family, represent my city, and always trying to make them make them happy and make them proud of me. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of family, mm-hmm. you know, I want to ask, how close are you to your teammates, or even your former teammates? Yeah, um, I'm I'm real close. Um, I think um, like uh, Herb was the best man in my wedding. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, we're 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 genuine friends. You know, some people are your teammates and some people are your friends. And I think that's just like anything. When you work at, at McDonald's, you you might be friends with the cashier, the fry cook, and you also you y'all might just be coworkers, and that's okay. Um, I like to try to be friends with everybody. You know, like like um like Herb said, kindness is free. I think it's it's easier for to be kind. It's better to be a friend than just a coworker because when things go wrong, like they do in life, um, it, things are, are better when they come from a friend better than a coworker because you know that person is coming um, from a good place, not just a place of, you know, I'm your boss or I'm your coworker or, or this and that. When we know we're friends, when we've been through so many things together, if, um, if he or she tells you something, you take it for as love, not as like, okay, this person is being mean or whatever to me. Mm-hmm. Herb, you got another question? Yeah, yeah. Well, Nate, you know, I mean, it's a lesson being a globe trotter and not going to give some opportunities that we probably wouldn't have a chance to experience. Uh, you know, what would you say one of your most memorable moments as a globe trotter? My most memorable moment would be um, 2005 or six. we was doing a Make-A-Wish um, Foundation um, charity event in Sacramento. Um, and, and this kid, um, I'm not gonna say his name, but him and he was off to the side on the court and he was playing with the, with the ball. He was real quiet, team shy. So I walked to that side, he was by himself and we just started hooping and we started playing together, we started shooting shots and we was talking a little bit. And the next day in the airport, we was flying out and his mother walked up to me. I didn't know it was her. And she said, you know, you, 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 you hung out with my son. And um, he was going through some stuff with pain, you know, and uh, it was his first time speaking in like six or seven months, you know, and yeah. and that was all because of I walked down there, picked up the ball, I gave him a wristband or something in the end, and 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 we had fun together. And I've been in contact with him ever since. Um, real smart kid, you know. I think by the, by thirteen, he had built two computers on his own already, and yeah, um, he he's, he's into fitness and he just got his driver's license, and so. Um, that that was my one of my that's going to stick with me forever because I understand the um, the the importance and, and how much we could change somebody's life just by a simple gesture. You know, that as 
as Herb says all the time, I know it sounds like a broken record. Kindness is free. And I just <laughs> went on that and I was being kind to him. And 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 now I got lifelong friends with you know, him and his um his mother. His mother remarried and has the the same uh, anniversary date as me and my wife. So um it, it, it's a cool connection and all that just from a basketball. I love and, it. And Nick, there's there's lots of stories like that. And uh, you know, I just want to follow up with you say your 20th. My what? I hear funniest memory. My funniest memory probably would be a couple years ago. Um, we were coming out the, the tunnel. Um, if you watch a Globe Trotter game, you know, somebody spinning the ball, coming through the smoke, right? And for some reason, this day, the guy who does the smoke, um, he got a little happy with the smoke. And so um, I was first, I was coming out with the ball, and all of a sudden, my teammates behind me say, I disappeared. And the reason I disappeared because I tripped and I fell, <laughs> and, and I hit a I hit a promotion promotional sign, rolled up, um, but I popped up and, and came out there running like like nothing happened. Uh, my teammates behind me didn't laugh for two quarters probably, because um, you know I'm a big guy. And um, after the game, a lady came by. She was and I hit the hook shot that night, and she was like, "Big Easy, this was the best time of my life. We had a good time. We were sitting right there on the front row." And um, I'm happy you're okay because when you fail, you fail pretty hard. <laughs> so that was, I think that was one of the funniest moments um, for me, just being clumsy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, now, I want to ask you, you mentioned earlier about how you made a buddy with that, mm -hmm. with that little boy, the, you know, the story. In your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? Oh, to be someone's buddy is to be there from be there for someone for the ups, the downs, you know, the highs, the lows, the good and the bad, you know, no matter what. Um, it doesn't matter their financial background, your financial breakdown, background, no matter what they can do for you, what they can't do for you. If you someone's buddy, you're their buddy no matter what. Through the good and the bad, you know, no matter what, you're gonna always be there for them, pick up a call, um, you know, and, and vice versa for you. You know, I, I think that's important. Mm -hmm. One hundred percent. Nate, so, um, you know, one of the things that we do realize as professional athletes is that uh, we can't play forever, right? So mm -hmm. I, I know that you're into the real estate game. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of give us a little bit of information on how you kind of got involved involved in that and uh, a little bit about the company that you're working with and actually where you're located and, and you know, the joy and gratification that you're getting from this new endeavor, along with being a Harlem Globetrotter at the same time? Oh yes. Um, so I, I I decided to get real estate. One of my 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 mentors, um, Glenn Sip Ciprian, um, is a guy who take care of basically all the basketball players coming up in the projects in New Orleans. You know, from the early nineties. Um, he 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 has a lot of rental properties and stuff. Um, at home, he used to always say, you know, you get a chance, get some property, get some real estate. You know, and when his kids, you know, turn um seventeen, eighteen, he don't buy them a car. Um, he'll give them one of the rental properties and that way they have wealth, you know, forever. And he's cre creating generational wealth and teaching them how to take care of things. And I thought that was amazing, you know? And I was like, when I get the opportunity, I want to do something like that. Um, but my thing was, I was like, I didn't just like when basketball and anything else I do, I want to try to be the best at it. So I wanted to get my um, real estate license so I could understand what's happening on, on with these deals that I'm making. I don't want to just be the guy who's giving the money but don't understand the ins and outs, you know, because I might lose two or three thousand here that can go to something else um, if I'm not an expert in what I'm doing. And um, 
And also, I, my, I had a bad experience with an agent when I was buying a house in New Orleans. I didn't felt like um, that person was doing enough um, to, to help, and he wasn't communicating well and different things. And I was like, man, like it's not that hard, you know. Like all you have to do is respond to a call, respond to a text, get up there and search. And, and it is hard. Now, don't get me wrong. Once I got my, my license, and I understand there's a lot of things going on. But you know, being available is is, is like eighty percent of what a real estate have, a real estate agent does. You know, um, and so I, I've been doing it. And I've been licensed for five years, and I'm with um, Realty One Group Premier here in um, Denver. As you can see, my wife um, got that portrait for me. Um, she made me this look, this this office of up in the house, um, which is all oh God. I love that support, and um, I, I'm just excited. You know, I enjoy it. You know, every day if you look at my social media. I'm doing so many different things, whether it's um, knocking on doors, putting up these door hangers and uh, um, different things, just showing people that I'm are here. Are you trying to get people to buy or are you trying to scare them with those photos on there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever. If, if, I could, if I could scare them to sell, that's okay, too. <laughs> as, as long as I could be the one who's selling it, that's all that yeah. matters. Um, We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> sell, sell, sell. Um, yeah, so and I've been with Real Two One um, Group, and um, and it's crazy. The president of the company, um, his son played for the Washington Generals, um, and, and that that's how I, I come to say, like, okay, when I was picking who I wanted to go with, um, it was that is that relationship, um, and, and and it's crazy. Like I said, that, that's my buddy. You know, I text his son this morning for recommendations for Valentine's Day restaurants, and you know, we we truly friends, we truly buddies. That's somebody. Who was a co-worker but also a friend as we talked about earlier so real to my premiere um you know, hit me up on all my social media stuff um you, you can find whatever you need there and i'd love to help sell help you buy you know i just give you some information like um I'm, I'm, I'm here for everything always taking calls always you know getting stuff done mm -hmm. that's a follow-up question i have what are your thoughts on the washington generals I, I love those guys, you know, like, like we, you know, you, you know, you, you can't, you can't have one without the other. I think, you know, I think, mm -hmm. I think they're, they're super important. You know, they, you know, they travel with us. I think it's a fun thing, you know, coming out of college, if you don't have anything going, you know, you don't have, you're not going into a career, you need a couple of years off before you get into that. I think Washington generals, you know, that's an amazing job for a young guy. You get to learn stuff and young lady, um, you get to learn things, you get to grow up fast. And I've been to, you know, almost 90, my 90 countries plus, and um, you know what, if they're playing on the team against me, they're going to 90 countries too. So to get somebody to pay for you to travel coming out of college, I think that's an amazing job. And you can't have it without, you know, like you can't have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich without the peanut butter or the jelly. You need both of them. So I, I think um, they're important, and, and, they're important and, and we need them. They're our buddies. Yes. Yes. And I love that because, like, everyone thinks, you know, Washington Generals and Harlem Globetrotters, that's like Pittsburgh Steelers, Cleveland Browns, or um, New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox. Yeah. Really showing us that it's just all an act. Like, it's just, you know, it's not something like you walk up the court and, like, they're shooting at you, cheaters, or something like that, you know? No, no. It's, it's the, we, we, we need them to do what we do. Um, um, it's tough. To um to lose every night, you know. Um, uh -huh. We're great; they're great athletes, and you know some of them become become globe trials. You know, um, I mean, Clyde Sinclair. Um, he was uh, one of my favorite coaches ever. He was in Washington General at first. One of our best friends, um, Jonte Hall. You know, look him up. He um, called him Tuto. 
Um, he was a Washington general, real good guy, real, real and you know, we need them. You need somebody to lose every night. It's just like the Saints versus the Falcons, you know, like we need the Falcons to lose every year. And, uh, you know, as a Saints fan, you love that. So, you know, this, you know it's like the Falcons that are Washington generals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody, next question. Well, I wanted to ask, you know, it's been almost a year since you guys have been able to uh, get in front of fans and entertain. What, mm-hmm. what, what are you missing most from that? And what are you looking forward to uh, down the road? Um, well, so I still get to do a lot of stuff for, virtually, of course. You know, I get to send a lot of birthday videos and, and, and pop into, you know, there was this drill team who's doing the Hug and Glow Trotter routine. I got to send them a video and they were super happy. And so we're trying to touch as much as we can. I miss just the smiles. You know, I, I miss the, the touch, the hugs. I, I miss the, hey, man, um, the stories of, and you know, Herb, um, my, my dad died last week. And and I wanted to take I wanted to come out and do some fun. This is the first time I laughed in six months. It's the first time I laughed in three months. You know, um, I miss those moments. I miss the fans. You know, I miss the fans. I miss being on the bus with, with some of my teammates. You know, like you miss that camaraderie. You know, you, that that's that's the thing that you know. And I'm sure you would say too that you you miss the most when when you're not doing it is the the your, te- your teammates and the fans. You know, you like. That's important, you know. You you create memories that last forever, and not getting that opportunity, I feel like you're just missing a, a, a six year olds, you know, window or seven year olds window right now of, you know, seeing us perform. But you know, hopefully, you know, things get better soon for everybody, and, and we can get out there and, and keep creating those memories. Mm-hmm. Right on. I have, a, I have a quick question for Herb. As a retired globe trotter, what do you miss the most? Oh, all the things that Nate just mentioned. I mean, I, I actually don't miss running up and down the court, if I'm being honest <laughs> with you. I'm 44 years old now. Not that I still can't run up and down the court, but I just miss the connection with the, you know, with the guys, the camaraderie, actually being able to see the fans. And, you know, like like Nate said, being able to give a person a hug, you know, because those are things that people uh, tend to remember. Just being genuine and being good people and just carrying on the tradition, uh, you know, that, that that's been going on for almost 100 years now. So that's uh, most of the things that I miss. Don't miss running up and down the court, but I miss the fans. I miss the connection. I miss being able to connect and advise the younger players who are coming along to carry on the torch um, like me and Nate have been able to do. I think this is Nate's 15th year now, 15th, 16th year. Yeah, not a lot of guys get to play that long, so it's truly a blessing. And it's been a blessing and honor for me to be able to play with him for the amount of time that I had to play as well. Mm-hmm. I got to ask, in those 15 to 16 years, what's the biggest lesson you've learned as a Globetrotter? Um, my lesson is be patient. You know, that's something that I think Herb and my and my wife has more <laughs> they worked on me. Well, you know, from the jump when I first got with the team, you know, I was coming straight from the projects, and um, and Herb used to tell me all the time, just relax, be patient, give people a chance. You know, you know, different different things like that. You know, and I think like being a globe trial, it opened me, and I'm I'm well traveled now, and so you know, when you know better, you do better. Um, and so um. I'm, I'm well traveled. I'm more patient. Um, I'm relaxed. Um, you know, I, I think it, it's helped me open my eyes to, to you know, just to, to have fun and, and enjoy and just want to help even more than I ever wanted to help. You know, I'm always wanting to do something, anything I can do to help. I'm always down for it, whether it's sending a jersey or ball or doing a video or whatever. For anyone, you know, I, I'm always open to do it if I have the time. All right. What's our next question? Speaking Nate, of so, so any advice for any any young person or I mean adult right now, high school age or whatever that uh, wants to become a globe charter or a real estate agent, what kind of advice would you give uh, to those people seeking those professions? Um, I would say 
you know, work on your craft, whether it's a real estate agent or basketball player, whatever you want to do, like don't let don't let any time waste. The time where you you sitting around laying down doing nothing, somebody else is getting better. Somebody else is working harder. You know, somebody is making that shot or somebody is getting that client that you could have had if you'd have called an hour earlier, knocked on that door two minutes before. Um, you know, as an agent, you know, I, I think the most important thing, you know, especially with me as a new agent in Colorado, is touches, you know, and it, it's the same thing with basketball, is 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 reps, you know. So um the more shots you make, the the the, uh, the more shots you take, the more shots you make. Um, and that's my thing, you know, when I'm out and I'm doing it, you see myself on social media, I'm putting you know, mailers out there and, and, and having conversation with people. Um, it, 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 it works, you know, you just got to be available. You got to be prepared. Like just recently, um, I, I went on Facebook marketplace and, and bought a Ryobi power tool. And I saw on the bottom in the lady description, the reason why she was selling because, um, she was going to move. So I said, okay, cool. I'm, I'm going to bring her one of my door handles. I brought her an autographed picture and um, I bought the, the the power tool and I was like, hey, I saw you selling. You know, here goes, you know, my card. It's a little, you know, gift you a free home evaluation, et cetera. And then she was like, I thought your name looked familiar. And she was like, I used to work at the Pepsi Center. And that's where, you know, that's where the Nuggets play at. And she was like, we always enjoyed the Globetrotters coming through. You guys was the nicest act coming through and we all co-workers always say big easy always stops and talk to everyone in the arena and i told her that's because that's who i am and also my mother works at the superdome you know in the new in the in the pelicans arena so i feel like i want to i want to treat people the way i would want them to treat my mother if they're walking through the arena the football stadium arena i would want those players at least entertainers to say hi something simple is like hey how you doing you know, and her, you know, my mom, my mama talk for three hours if she can. So I, I always thought like, hey, in anything, like in, in restaurants, whatever, always, you know, want people to, to treat people well. But yes, work hard. Never let a minute go by when you're not working on your craft. It could be anything, whether it's reading a book, whether it's listening to a podcast, you know, reading an article, learning something, you know, getting this free class on, on MLS for real estate, or just sitting out watching film for basketball. You know, always, you know, never let a, a moment go to waste where you're not getting better, mentally or physically. Mm-hmm. Real quick, if you ever come to Erie, make sure you stop by and say hi. I will. I will. Definitely. Yes. Now, part of being a buddy is being a charitable buddy. Mm-hmm. As, I call, as I call my guests here, I call them buddies, not guests, you know. Yeah. So if you could have our audience donate to one charity of your choice, what would it be and why? It would be the MelphineBrothersFoundation.org. Um, that's M-E-L-P-H-O-M-E-N-E, brothersfoundation.org. Um, so this started by three of my, my best friends who I grew up with um, in the project, the Melphamy Projects. And he's also um, a master So He just became, like this Saturday, he got promoted to a master sergeant in the military. So it's about helping um, inner city kids and veterans with their, um, with their social economic um, background and just social issues. So it's a real good charity. Um, you want to check it out? Um, they got a charity golf event coming up in July. Um, that I don't know why, but I'm playing in, uh, so don't check that out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Melphamy Brothers, um, organization foundation.org that's that's the charity mm-hmm. I would love to put it up because I know those genuine guys, those three are my, are my good boys, and um, you know, they're gonna make sure your, um, your donation get into the right hands, whether it's with other veterans of the military and kids, um, in 
in the inner city. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, I got one more question before I ask you the last question. For the show. Mm -hmm. So the song Sweet Georgia Brown, mm -hmm. what's your opinion on that? Um, I think it's synonymous with the team. You know, when, when you when you hear that song, you know, you don't say Sweet Georgia Brown. You say that's the Globetrotter theme song. So, you know, I, I, I think, you know, it's just like, um, you know, hearing, you know, the national anthem at the Olympics, you think, okay, that's the USA, you know? So when, when you hear um, Sweet Georgia Brown, you, you, you know, you get, you, you should get a warm feeling and it should bring back a good memory from watching, you know, myself or her, uh, whoever came before us perform. So that, that should bring you back to, to um, different times. Mm -hmm. I will say, I've been listening, ever since I've interviewed you, Herb, I've been listening to that song and it just has <laughs> that little energy, you know? Especially with your remake, especially with the, with the Globetrotters remix to it. Uh -huh. Like I've been watching those videos where you've done like all those tricks in one take in like 2018, uh -huh. 2019, uh -huh. all that stuff. So that day goes by where I'm not whistling the, you know, where I'm not whistling your theme song. So. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's just a testament to the, you know, to the brand and the song and the tradition that it's been able to, you know, carry on for so long. So that's pretty cool. Those are the things that, you know, that we cherish and mean the most to us, you know, being <laughs> able to to hear those stories, you know, of the memories that you have and how it's motivated you and how it puts you in a good mood just to hear that song. Mm -hmm. Now, I got to ask before I ask this question, do you have a basketball near you by chance? Always. Do you think you could end a show with some demonstrations of your tricks if I give you the screen? I, I can spin the ball on my finger because I'm yeah. in my office and I don't want to yeah. get in trouble for breaking stuff, but I definitely can spin the ball on my finger. Hold Let's on. see it. <laughs> Here you go, buddy. Oh. Getting rusty. There we go. Hey. hey. <laughs> Put it back Ooh. in front of your face. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Best way to end the show, my friend. <laughs> my pleasure, man. Thanks for the surprise, man. You brought the, my, my, my ugly best friend who always in my nightmares. You just hey you just, hey well yeah. <laughs> let me let me just say this, Nick, before we go, man. I just want to say that I love you, man. I'm proud of you. Love you um, too, I was so happy to see you a couple weeks ago down in Florida. It had been a couple of years, but I just want to, you know, wish you the best and tell you, you know, to continue to keep on doing what you're doing uh, for your family, for your friends, as well as the brand that we've had an opportunity to do so many amazing things on for such a long period of time. So, man, just keep on doing what you're doing. I'm following you every day and happy heavenly birthday to uh, Mr. Pee Wee. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate yes. it. Thanks, Nick. No, thank you. Yes. I appreciate it. Herb, keep doing what you're doing, man. I, you know, you always motivated me and, and, and showed me the way um, from the start. You know, me, me and Herb had the same college coach. So before I became a, a, um, a, a Globetrotter, um, we already had a connection. Every day, my two years at my Division One school, there was a picture of Sharif Abdul-Rahim and, 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 and Herb, because that's who the two pros that my coach had um, coached at the time. And um, it sucked seeing his picture every day. But it definitely was cool. <laughs> but um, it, was, it definitely was motivation to see, like, okay, you know, there's more to this, you know, beyond college. So I always appreciate him, love him, love his family, and can't wait to um to see him soon for these next step in his life. And 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 I'm pumped, you know. So and you know, I love you, Brand, and you know, I appreciate you popping on and being a guest host, man. Like I know you had some some skills, man. You just you just you know you switch on tonight. I like it. Hey, yeah. kindness to free podcast coming soon. That's mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. I'm on there too. I'm on there too. Let me know. <laughs> hey, let me know when that releases. We'll do another Betty cast with you. Definitely. All right. <laughs> yes. 
Well, thank you so much, Nate, for joining us today. Uh -huh. It was a pleasure. I love having Globetrotters on the show. I love hearing your stories. Just, you know, you told a very touching story today about how you made a buddy with someone. And that's what this show is about, especially during these times. Mm -hmm. So thank you. And I have one favor to ask you today to end out yeah. this show. I have to ask this to both of you. Go be someone's buddy today. All right. Yes, of course, Nick. Nick. We'll go around for a minute afterwards. We'll chat. But for uh, all my buddies out there, these are my buddies. Herb Lang and my new buddy, Nate Lofton. We'll catch you all next time here on BuddyCast. Well, the days are going fast, buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last, buddy, buddy, before they've all gone past, buddy, buddy, tune in to BuddyCast. Don't feel like it could make it, buddy, here on